Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining us once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of the Friday Night Panel featuring yours truly, Mike Orr, Act 4. And it looks like we've got uh, James Sackler in the, the house as well. How you doing? Very well, very well. So got a nice background, by the way. Thank What's you. that, Boston, Boston Red Sox hat? Come on. <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> Right on. So we got we got some great fights uh, coming up this weekend. We can talk about those, uh, and I think we've got some more guests coming along. Uh, Tim is coming. Cedric's joining us. So why don't we start off the show by uh, talking about some of these fights that we have upcoming? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh, well, let's get started. There's a lot of fights uh, for this weekend. Uh, we got right. the uh, Porgrass and McKenna fight supposed to happen. Eurosport, Fubo TV, March nineteenth. And this is an early one, guys. So uh, get ready for this. This is <laughs> this is going to be at uh, ten o'clock in the morning. Wow! Yeah. Wow! Yeah. So uh, set your alarm clocks. Where's it taking place at? Uh, it's taking place. Uh, this one headlines uh, the score night of Probellum Evolution. Um, it's it's taking place in Dubai. What? Is this on Dubai? Dubai? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is the Dubai one, guys. So, um, yeah, Liverpool's Peter McGrail, uh, and supremely gifted amateur who is unbeaten as a professional, also fights on the impressive card, which includes TJ Donahue, um, uh, Bakov, and many others. Uh, so on this event, man, uh, the main event, we're looking at Sonny Edwards versus Mohamed Owasim. Uh, and this one here is for the IBF World Fly title, uh, and that's going to be a 12-rounder. Um, you know, Sonny Edwards, we've been talking about this kid, you know, for over a year now. Uh, you know, he's 17 and 0, looking to stay undefeated, man. Uh, Muhammad Wasim, you know, another good contender. Uh, this one's gonna go good. Uh, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to this fight card. Uh, Comain, we all know, uh, Tyrone McKenna, Regis Por, uh, Porgrass. Uh, that one there is for the WB, uh, WBC super lightweight title eliminator, and that's gonna be 12 rounds. Uh, also on the card, we got six rounds in the super bantamweight contest. We got Peter McGrail uh, versus Ale uh, Alexandru Lanita. And, you know, that's uh, what more can you want, man? Uh, both these guys know how to bang it out. Peter McGrail looking to improve to 3-0. Uh, this is going to be a great fight as well. Also on that card, we got TJ Donahue versus Cesar Jerez. And that's 10 rounds in the featherweight division. Also, we got a 10-rounder super lightweight contest, uh, Bakov versus uh, Cora. And uh, we also have four rounds for a cruiserweight contest. We got Jamie King looking to stay undefeated as he, uh, you know, he gets in that ring at 2-0 versus Naveen Verma, who is 4-1 right now. Also, uh, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of small smaller fights on this card, man. Uh, according to the ones that I've just read, you guys, there's another one, two, three, four, five. Four fights on that card as well. So that's all getting around, uh, getting going about 10 a.m. So guys, set your alarm clock. Get ready for this one. You know what it is, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be an early day of boxing, but a great day of boxing because that just starts it off, and that's already some good fights on there. But then yeah. we move in, we move into the afternoon, man. We move into the afternoon starting at 2 p.m. And we got the Baru versus Chavez uh card going underway, man. And uh Abbas Baru, 11-1 with seven KOs, will headline this action-packed event at uh, in Berlin on Saturday, March 19th. 
Uh, as the ring, the rising super welterweight takes on the Argentinian southpaw Brian Damian Chavez, who's fourteen and one with five knockouts. Um, this one's looking good too. I'm I'm, I'm excited for this one. A uh, lot of you know a lot of potential for this one here, man. Um, you know, Badu fighting in his adopted hometown for the first time in his paid career will follow in the footsteps of German greats like uh, Marcus Bayer, Sebastian Sylvester. Uh, you know, who have all previously topped the bill at uh, the famous Berlin venue. So, guys, this is going to be great. Um, Baru, who won gold at the European Championships and bronze at the World Championships in 2017, uh, uh, you know, he hopes for victory over the former WBA uh, champion uh, will enable him to, you know, realize his own world title ambitions. So he's going out there, man, to come in and just, you know, he's, he's looking to wreck house, man. He's looking to wreck house. Uh, you guys, you guys know anything about any of these fighters that are on this card? I heard, nope. just, I heard a little bit about some of them. I just, I just haven't been following any of them. Right, right, yeah. Right. See, that's the thing. There's so many guys to follow these days, you know. Yeah, it's very difficult. You need one of those. You have to do it like they do the red zone, you know, where you got all these different boxes of different fights that's going on at the at the same time. Right. So uh, Abu's Baru, um, just to give you a background about him, you know, he's 27 years old. He's 5'9", five 5'9 nine, uh, five nine and a half. He's ranked uh, second in the super welterweight in Germany, and he's 12th in the world out of 1,828 right now ranked. Uh, he's coming off his last fight, which would have been December the 3rd, and uh, that was a 10-round unanimous decision. Um, he's only suffered one loss in his career, man. His career, you know, right now he's sitting at 11, one with seven knockouts. Uh, and Chavez, who's 14 and one, uh, is who he's taking on in that in that main event. Uh, but a lot of a lot of up and comers on this card as well. Um, you know, most of these fights, except the co-main event, everybody's under seven fights. And uh, we got two debuts coming out. So guys, definitely want to check this out. This is where I find a lot of you know my new prospects is on all these undercards. So if you can get the opportunity, check it out, man. You're gonna you're gonna love these fights, man. And that that starts at two. So, uh, so we got 10 a.m., uh, 2 p.m., and now we're moving on to the next card tomorrow. Well, well, where, 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 where does uh, the, the fights that come on on two? All this is down. All this is in uh, Dubai. Yeah. So no, the, this one here, the one that starts at two, is going to be uh, at Wembley Arena in London, and uh, you can see that on uh, BT Sports United Kingdom. So that's where you can find that one. Uh, the next one we have up is got to be. Um, uh, the uh, one that I'm I'm kind of excited to see, uh, uh, what is it? Avisanian versus Mets, um, and this is this is going to be a good one. The, I'm, I'm excited to see this. Um, this is going for um, uh, what is it? Uh, Finn Oskari Mets is 15 and 0, uh, and this will be his fifth defense of his EBU belt. Um, with him also having recently uh, joined forces with Frank Warren and Queensberry. So for the 33-year-old Russian who was trained out of uh, Newark by uh, Carl Greaves, uh, it is in a return to uh, happy hunting grounds as the formerly known Wembley Arena hosted his stoppage triumphs over both Josh Kelly and Liam Taylor. So, you know, an array of the country's finest young prospects and contenders feature on this card headed up by uh, Hamza Shiraz. Uh, who we've talked to, I've talked about many times, and I've tried to put you guys on this kid, man, uh, who's 14 and 0 with 10 knockouts. The WBO uh, European Super Welter champion, uh, and he's taking on 
Jez Smith, who's 13-4-1 with six KOs for the WBC International Silver Middle title uh, in this fight. Uh, then we got a thrilling bantamweight start. Dennis the Menace McCann is entering into the uh, title business for the first time. Uh, he's 11-0, six KOs. Uh, he will fight for the WBO Youth World title over eight rounds against uh, Charles Tondo, who's 12-4-2 with five KOs. And uh, he's a southpaw from uh, Tanzania. Um, the two leading young lightweights in Britain are also in action uh, with Mark Chamberlain, who's 9-0, uh, taking on uh, a 10-rounder for the first time against none other than Sam Noakes, who's 8-0 with eight KOs, making his first defense of his WBC international silver title against the Italian Vin uh, Vincenzo uh, Finelio, uh, who's 15-4, 2-1. Uh, further title action comes with uh, relentless featherweight star Louis Lin, who's 10-0 with seven KOs, defending his WBC international silver belt for the second time against James Breach Jr., who's 14-2 uh, with two knockouts uh, from Blockswitch. Uh, then completing the card, a gifted super lightweight prospect, uh, who I've talked about, I'm sure, many times, uh, Henry Turner, who's 6-0, will have a fourth six-rounder. Uh, explosive super feather Masood Abdullah, uh, who's three and zero with three KOs, is going in with uh, Angel Gomez, who's eight and four with four KOs uh, over six rounds, and super lightweight Sunny Liston Ali, who's two and zero, fights Birmingham's Sean Davis, who's uh, fourteen and eighteen, also in a six rounder. A uh, couple other four rounders on here: um, uh, Khalid Ali, who's one and zero, will be taking on Chris. Uh, P Pingleton, who's 2 10 and 1. And, uh, you know, finally, Frank Warren gets to unleash his latest young star uh, onto the professional ranks with two time European championship gold medalist, uh, Royston Barney Smith, making his pro debut, having turned 18 in January. So, guys, big, uh, big things going on on this card. Uh, I'm super excited for that one. Uh, you know, uh, I'm always I'm always a fan of these young bucks coming up and getting to watch them do their business. Then, so now we're getting into the evening. So you guys get a bit of a break, a little bit of a break in boxing, but not really. You'll get maybe an hour or two between the cards, but starting at 9 p.m. Eastern time, and you can guys catch this one on the zone. We got the Roca versus Cobbs card uh, going on. Uh, Virgil Ortiz Jr. pulls out of the fight against uh, Michael McKinson. Uh, Jesus, uh, sorry, Jesus Antonio Perez steps in to face Michael McKinson as the new co-main event. Uh, and this one is live from the Galen Center in Los Angeles, streaming live on the zone. Uh, Ortiz Jr. was diagnosed with, uh, I can't even pronounce it. I'm yeah, not even... yeah, good luck. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he, he was diagnosed with some rabidomolaceous. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a, a tough one. Now, what is that? <laughs> you know what? You know what? We'll, we'll we'll find out. We'll find out what it is. Actually, it's it's kind of interesting. <laughs> wow. So uh, yeah, he's he's backed out of the card, but um, don't you know? It's it's not it's not going to be. So apparently, this is a potentially life threatening syndrome resulting from the breakdown of skeletal muscle fibers with leakage of muscle contents into circulation. So yeah, yeah. pretty bad. Wow. <laughs> sounds, sounds pretty bad. Uh, so the event will still continue, um, and it's at University of Southern California's Glen Center, um, now headlined by Orange County's Alexis Lex Roca, who's 18 and 1 with 12 KOs of San, uh, 
uh, Santa California. Uh, and it's against Philadelphia's Blair, the Flair Cobbs, who's 15 0 and 1 with 10 KOs. And that's in a 10 rounder welterweight fight streaming live on his own, guys. Remember when I told you that? And then we got Michael, the problem, McKinson, who's 21 0 with two KOs with Portsmouth. Great Britain will now face Jesus Antonio Perez, who's 24 and 3 with 18 KOs of Tijuana, Mexico, in a 10 round welterweight fight. Um, also part of the zone live stream, Bektir Bully Melikusiv, eight and one with six KOs of in <laughs> Indio, California, will face seasoned veteran David Lapentera Zarga, who's 34 and seven with 21 KOs of Lima, Peru, is scheduled in a 10 round lightweight fight. Uh, opening up the stream, we got Evan Sanchez. Uh, who I've mentioned in the past, guys. He's 9-0 and with six KOs, and he's also from California. He's set for a six-rounder in the welterweight fight against Alejandro Manura, uh, who's 6-6-4 six, six, with five KOs of Medellin, Colombia. So also on the card, also on that card, but uh, featured as part of the Golden Boy Fight Night live stream on YouTube. So this is before the bell, guys. Uh, we got Azak Crazy A. Hovasanyan, who's 20 and three with 16 KOs of Los Angeles, and he's making his grand return to the sport for the first time in 2022, taking on Victor Ruiz, who's 29, 12, and six with 16 KOs of Tijuana, Mexico, in an able super bantam fight. And uh, we got fan favorite Alex Rinkin, who is nine and zero with six KOs of Dallas, Texas, will make his uh, will make his will take on Puerto Rico's Luis Sanchez, who's nine and two with six KOs in an eight round super welter fight. Uh, so, yeah, uh, lots of fights on this card, guys. Uh, this is one definitely I want to see. I can't wait to see Bektamir Melikusu get back in the ring. Uh, um, we saw him get destroyed, uh, you know, against Gabriel Rosado, devastated. Uh, it was nice to see him bounce back in his um, in his fight against Sergei Imakov, uh, which was a unanimous eight-rounder uh, win for him. So he's taking on David Zerga. Who is thirty-four and seven and zero? Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking to see Bektamir uh, do what he does best and come in here and just bang him out and uh, you know get it out of the way and get it done. All right, so one more to go, guys. Just bear with me. I know I've been talking a lot here. Thank you for everybody's patience. But okay, the last card we got, we got, I believe, is the Berlanga versus Rolls card. This one, uh, yeah. This one's Madison Square Gardens. Yeah. yeah, this this is going to be a good one. Uh, Edward Berlanga versus Steve Rolls. Uh, this is uh, 10 p.m. live era. Sorry, there is another one as well. There, there is the progress card, which I forgot. But okay, yes, Edward Berlanga, Stephen Rolls. So Brooklyn-born superweight, the sensation man, Edgar, the chosen one, Berlanga, will defend his NABO belt against the crafty Canadian Steve Rolls in a 10-round main event Saturday. And... Uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't know who I want to win this one, man, because I'm Canadian, but I really like Berlanga, man. Berlanga, you know, he 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 astonishes me every time he gets in there, man. You know, he he's not in there to do overtime. He's there to get work. Who would, who would you put your money on? Uh, who I put my money on, to be honest? I'm a, I would say I would put my money on Berlanga to win this one. Okay, that's what, you, that's what you want. So your heart, so your heart is with, with, with uh, Berlanga. And then, no, your mind is with Benanga, your heart's with the other guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had to make the right choice there. You know what I'm saying? That's right. That's right. So that's why I said, well, you know, where you put your money at, because I get like that too with fighters. And, and you know, I like both of them, but I'm like, okay, you're going to choose one. So, all right, who would I put my money on? 
You know, yeah. but you know, yeah. I have to put my money on that's the guy, but I really like this guy here, so it makes it difficult. My dad used to do that to me all the time. <laughs> I said, Who you who you got? Well, my my heart says this guy, but I'll put my money on that guy. <laughs> oh man. So uh, that's, also, that's also on this card who who I'm who I'm ecstatic for on this card, man. Uh we get to see last year's prospect of the year, man. Xander Zayas is is on this card. You know, he had a breakthrough 2021. You know, going six and zero with four knockouts will be in mention. Uh, you know, predominantly as prospect of the year in debates. Uh, you know, he made his Madison Square Garden debut last December and finished his 2021 campaign by knocking out uh, Master Enzo uh, in the first round. Uh, he steps up against uh, Les Valles, who is 12-2 and one with seven KOs, uh, who knocks a December 2020 upset over Clay Collard at the MGM Grand Bubble. Um, you know, Les Valles. Uh, who is two and two since the colored victory has never been knocked out. Uh, you know, and Zaya said, it's an honor to fight against again at Madison square garden, where I know my Puerto Rican people will come out to show their support. Uh, 2021 was a great year, but I'm looking forward to an even bigger 2022. Quincy Lavalas is a solid veteran. So I can, so I can't overlook him. I want to make a major statement on March 19th. So guys, be on the lookout for him to do some big things on this card. I can't wait to see it. Also, we have the featherweight prodigy man, Bruce Shushu Carrington, also one of our past winners of our Knockout of the Week award. Uh, you know, he's the latest standout boxer to come from the Brownsville section of Brooklyn. Uh, he makes his New York City debut this Saturday, March 19th, in a six-rounder against Yuri Andrujar. Andrujar? at Hulu Theater at Madison Square Garden. Uh, Carrington and Andrew are will, uh, which will be uh, contested as a junior lightweight, uh, highlights undercard action before the 10-round super middleweight main event featuring Brooklyn's Edgar, the chosen one, Berlanga against Steve Rolls. What so, network is that on? Uh, that network, This you guys can check this one out. You can get it... Um, on Fight TV is where you will find this one. And this one is, uh, this one's starting at uh, 10 p.m. Uh, so, you know, there, we got some, we got Jahai Tuckers on this card as well. You know, Xander Zayas, Henry LeBron. Uh, there's a lot of Calvin Davis. There's a lot of up and coming boxers on this card. So, guys, if you're looking to see these new up and comers and, uh, and what these young cats are doing right now, the entire card is full of guys that I have, pros uh, you know, I've profiled on my show over the past year, man. Uh, John Bauza, Xander Zayas, Henry LeBron, Bruce Carrington, Jahai Tucker. All these guys are top prospects right now. They are on these cards. So, guys, make sure that you get a chance to check this out because you definitely will not be disappointed in the fights that are going to come off this card. Last but not least, we have... The Progress versus McKenna card. That's going to be seen on Eurosport. Oh, sorry. No, sorry. We got it all, didn't we? No, I, th I think we got them all. Okay, yes, we did. Sorry, guys. We talked them all. We've got them all. We, we did touch on Progress. I do remember this. Because Sonny Edwards and Muhammad Wasim, we talked about that. Uh, the IBF World Flyweight title up for grabs there. That's the main event. So, super, super exciting. So, now that I've talked for, uh, you know, a straight 19 minutes, uh, <laughs> what? what do you want to talk about, man? What do you want to talk about? Uh, let's, talk about um, let's talk about that uh, the, the Vargas boys, Fernando Vargas boys. 
Ooh. that's fighting up on uh, that's fighting on uh, trail. I think it's May. Uh, I want to say May fourteenth? Is it? Argus. Yeah, I think it, I think it is. What do you think? What do you guys think about them guys? Those, those guys. Honestly, they're, they're they're born and bred, man. They've been. Oh, both yeah, you, you see it. You see it in them, man. Yeah, you you can see it in them. Um, you know, they're, they're all over Instagram right now. You got the whole yeah. trilogy together. You know, I think all three of them are fighting on the card, are they not? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna see we're gonna see the Vargas the Vargas clan. Uh, I, I think we're gonna see them with a real good dominant performance, man. I do like the way these kids train. I do like. Uh, how much you see them in the gym, man. They're always documenting what they're doing. Uh, I think it's going to be a great, uh, you know, a, a great event to expose uh, these kids out to the boxing world and really show their showcase their talents, man. These kids have natural ability. You can see it in them. And uh, when they train, they've trained hard, man. They got heart determination. Uh, they got solid fundamentals. Uh, you know, they got great skills. They all can box off their back, you know, off the back foot. They can all box on the front foot and their defense is impeccable, man. So honestly, I can't wait to see, uh, you know, this dynasty family of boxers just get in there and start really wrecking house, man. Oh no doubt, I'm 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 all in the corner, man. I like to see them get it, man, and and be real successful at it. So that way we got another we got another clan that's successful in uh, in boxing, you know. And and you got Evan Holyfield that's fighting on that card as well. So yeah, I'm I'm really cool. impressed. I'm really impressed with what he's been doing this year too, man. Oh I'm yeah, awesome. definitely. Yeah, he you can see that uh, every time he comes to the ring, he's he's showing his progress. You know, you know, I know they got him going from the from the gym to the ring, and every time he comes to the ring, show progress, and that's what you want to do as a young fighter coming up in the game, and that's how, that's your focus. That's all you need to do: yeah. gym, ring, show progress. That's it. You you got you got it. You got to be you got to be showing progress, man. Every time you get in there, as an as a young cat coming up in the pro game, if you're not looking better after every event. You know, you're only going to end up plateauing and getting stuck in one of these uh, one of these tomato can positions, which uh, you know no yeah. is is that is not a good career for boxers. No doubt. Is it Sergio that the, he's a main event, isn't he? Uh yes, yes, yeah. I believe wow. he is. Yeah, I thought he was finished with boxing, man. Apparently, apparently not. Apparently I not. I when I seen it was him, I was like, really? I had to double check to, to see, you know, to make sure because I thought he was done, man. Oh, me too. Me too. But uh, you know what? This is going to get underway. I can't wait to see this, man. It's all over their Instagram. Uh, this yeah. is going to be this going to be a great event, man. Uh, you know, you're going to have an entire generational fight card is what's going to go on. You're going to see right. you know, all different levels. I know. And that, that's what's going to be great about the next five years in boxing is going to be very interesting with all these legacies, sons and grandsons coming out fighting. And, uh, you know, they're doing a pretty good. They're doing a real good job at at their craft. I, I like to see that because back in the day they used to, used to get a lot, of, you know, to get a bad rep over that, you know, oh yeah, they're not that good as their father. It was every, you know, fans are really hard on them because they want to see that, that dedication that their dads or their grandfathers brought to the game. And, you know, and all these, uh, these legends now that are, they're teaching their son, they're giving their sons those, you know, those qualities and that, and that's good. And, and not only that, the sons and the grandsons, they want it. So if you want it bad enough, you can get it. Definitely. Definitely. And, you know, it's it's surprising to see how many of these, uh, you know, legends, uh, you know, sons or grandsons are really starting to really come through and uh, and and stand out, man, in, in the pro game. Like, oh, definitely. Uh, 
you know, it's 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 insane. It's it's crazy. I love watching him, and it's just showing that um, you know, it's not just it's not just the fundamentals, man. These kids are born with that raw talent. Uh, they're born to get in there and perform. They're born to get in there and fight, and it really shows every time these guys get in the ring, and uh, you know the way they improve. It's it's great. I'm super excited for it. No doubt, and Mayweather, you know, Mayweather set the tone too because it was great that Mayweather was able to show them, you know, uh, what you had to do to get it. You know, if you've been around, if you've been raised up in a sport, you, act, uh, you know, you have it. So the thing is just like, like Custom Model say, we got to discover and uncover. And <laughs> if you put the work in, that will happen. You know what I mean? So I, you got to give thanks to Mayweather for setting the trend for all these guys to look up to him and the way he's he's done it. Oh, definitely. He's he's definitely paved the way for all these younger guys in yeah. the game. You yeah, know, he's, yeah. he's, he's changed it up. Uh, he's made it a little more intense, I believe. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. He's definitely set that bar high. He set the intensity level even higher. And uh, honestly, these young, these young cats, they, they don't want to, uh, they don't want to upset and they don't want to disappoint. So yeah. they do nothing but get in there and, and move at that intensity and that pace. And uh, it's making for some really great fighters, man. Like, definitely. I we, agree. We we've never had such an abundance of prospects in boxing coming up like we do now. We've never I had know. such an overflow of real raw young talent. You're right, and that's 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 the point I was I was I was making. Now we just have to get our amateur Olympic boxing team together. You yeah. know, you know, this, I know over here at the states we got to get that together because, uh, you know, it's only. One or a few. Now it's the women that's doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it, is. it is, man. It is. You know? uh, speaking of women, man, you know that countdown, the countdown to the Taylor fight. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. I'm, I'm super excited, man. I'm super excited for that. Serrano, Taylor, it's getting on. It's going to be, it's going to be epic. Definitely, yes. uh, definitely going to be the biggest fight in, uh, in women's history of boxing. You know, uh, yeah. definitely going to be the biggest payday, too. Oh, wow. Wow. And what date is that? Uh, um, that one, Graham. Do you know the exact date of that one? Uh, not off the top of my head. No. Let Let me know when you, because there's another historic fight going on tomorrow. Uh, no, it's going on tonight for women, and that is the Estelle Mosley fight uh, going on in Dubai. It's the first time that two women are headlining a boxing event in the Middle East, and they're oh, fighting wow. for the yeah they're fighting they're fighting for the IBO. Um, it's the world title, uh, and they're in the, the the light division. But anyway, the point is, is so when when James had mentioned uh, sons and grandsons earlier, I thought, what about daughters? Because I thought about Layla Ali and 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 the work that she's done for women. And now we now we're seeing not only the Taylor Serrano, uh, that's going to be amazing. But uh, tonight, uh, and I don't know the time zone difference, but Estelle Mosley. I mean, uh, she she's an up and comer too, although she's undefeated nine and zero. Uh, but historic uh, for, for both women as well. And by the way, when I was screaming through a box rack, uh, which always keeps us on our toes when you're, when you're going through all these different bouts, unbelievably, in the Democratic Republic of the Congo, there's an all-women card. Really? So I'm saying, yeah, in, in Kinshasa. So I'm saying to myself, wow, this, this is taking it to a whole new level. Like, uh, you're not only seeing these title fights, of the women, and as I said, uh, paved uh, paved the way by people like Leila Ali. But uh, now you're seeing all female cards as well, and uh, 
And to have that in, in like, I was hoping to speak to a, a, an African broadcaster the other day. Unfortunately, we just couldn't connect. Uh, but African boxing is really taking off. Um, I, I'm, I'm guessing it was always there. But whether you're talking about South Africa, Ten Tanzania, Kenya, Uganda, uh, Nigeria, Ghana, and now Democratic Republic of Congo, uh, these are all big nations with a huge interest in the sport of boxing. Oh yeah, definitely. It's always it's always been there. I remember uh, dealing with um, with the Ivory Coast. They they I mean they want it bad down there uh, out there, and I I get a lot of people on um, LinkedIn. From Africa, you know, telling me that they're fighting, sending me their box work, and this and that. So uh, I've I've known for a couple of years now that you know that that that's gonna that's gonna get big. Same thing with women's boxing; they're gonna have their chance, they're gonna have their shot. I know they've been wanting to make more money. I know they've been wanting to do more do more minutes in the rounds. And I I think if, if they can do the three minutes, hey, let them do it. You know what I mean? You know, give it to them. So. I'm I'm all for it, you know, and I know there's some old heads out here that really don't want to see that happen, and they've always kept their thumb on on women's boxing, but in the uh, in the future that's not going to happen anymore. That that's almost out the window, and I'm glad for that. And I like to see you know the women get their due. Definitely. One of one of our broadcasters on Talk and Fight, uh, Sugar, Natalie Brown, right? She was telling yeah. us she used to she used to fight three minute fights three minute rounds. Um, so you know I don't I don't know what point it switched to two minute rounds or who decided that women weren't strong enough or couldn't compete. Uh, there's some some argument that uh, women might be more susceptible to uh, injury and or a greater number of knockouts due to Therefore, dehydration. Yeah, but as long as you gotta hydrate yourself, you hydrate yourself, you're all right. And yeah. why not? You know, they they doing it in the ring now. You got the smart water, you know, in between rounds. I mean, come on. I mean, that's just a lame excuse to me. I, I think yeah. I think it's I think it's it's still a way to just you know keep that thumb right there. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, I, that, that, that's all it is. I, I believe yeah. I believe it's just another way to control it. Yeah. Uh, you know, they 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 haven't realized how big it's grown or expanded. You gotta you know from, from we're talking in the past ten years, right? right ten years right. ago, we had the Olympics. First time women's boxing's ever introduced. Now you fast forward ten years, we have the only undisputed two division champion ever in the history of boxing is a woman. Right, right, right. That's ten years later. So right. we've, you know, the women have made leaps and bounds in 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 boxing as in terms of you know the ground that they've get, they've they've made man like it's crazy. Right. They, how much how far they've come in just ten years. In the next ten years, who knows where it'll be. Oh, I know, no doubt. I agree with you. And they, and they, and them women, they fighting too. Well, they're they're very exciting fighters, man. A lot Absolutely. of them, and I I love seeing the women, uh, you know, fighting. I love to see them on the cards as well, you know, because they, you know, they, you know, this 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 is going down. You ain't trying to leave your seat when you're watching. Get you coming on now. Okay, cool. Watch this. Going to be good, you know. And and it's always it, it's always it always is. Oh, man. <laughs> I haven't seen a foreign woman fight uh, yet. I haven't seen yeah. one yet, man. Yeah, honestly, 
Honestly, I can't say that I've seen a boring woman's match <laughs> at, at all. I haven't seen any chess matches. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, that that's, you know, makes it great. What I love about it is, 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 is there's no, no, no joking around, man. They know they got only two minutes, so they get in there and they get the job done. They're right. in there to bang it out, throw as many punches as they can, try and knock your head off, at the same time knock you out, and then finish. And, right. and, and it always makes for such an exciting – and it, you know, it's an exciting recipe for for success, man. And it happens every single time. Yeah, right, every yeah, single yeah. time these women get in there, it's not like a one. It's not really one sided. You'll have, you know, what so you prime example, uh, uh, Emma Cozen versus Clarissa Shields, right? right? That fight, Shields should have just walked over. That's what everybody thought, but no, Cozen went the distance. Right, you know, right, took, yes, like, yes, took Clarissa yes. Shields a distance because she had heart and determination and that drive to to want to win. You know what That's I mean? Right. So she stepped it up and she brought the fight to Clarissa Shields. And now with that happening, you had a a full on bout that went the distance that was exciting both ways, back and forth. Exactly. It, you know. You, nope, you don't yeah. even see too much of that in the men's man. It's, nah, nah, not at all. You know that that's that's what that's why that's what you gotta love about the the women fighters. And plus, not only that, but you think you know some of these promoters out here put on these shows. They put women on the car. There's a reason why they put the women on the car. You know, because they know they're putting butts in the seat, man. That's right. <laughs> They might not right. tell you, they might not tell you, but you know, they might say, Oh, we're just giving them a shot. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they, they know they know the real reasons because yo, they put the people in the seat, man. That's why. Exactly. So you're exactly. you're guaranteed. You're guaranteed. If 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 you're gonna have women on the card, no matter how that main event goes, you know, you know that woman's belt right. stole the show anyway. That's right. That's right. Both and it's been right. happening like that forever. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> I, I love it when uh, when we're interviewing uh, women uh, and they say they, they kind of migrate slowly, mostly they say this, they migrate slowly from, say, a fitness program to, a, oh, you want me to step in the ring? Oh, you want me to punch someone in the face? And then all of a sudden, wow, I enjoyed it. You yeah. know, and there's that, you know, and then you, you can't get them out the ring. And uh, so, so they're, they're not only passionate about the sport, they understand the sport. Uh, they're fun to watch. They're fun to listen to. Uh, because of their passion and enjoyment of what they're doing. And uh, the technique, uh, we're miles ahead of where we were 10 years ago. Oh. Uh, even Kate, right? Even Katie Taylor will tell you that. I mean, miles ahead in terms of training, in terms of their stamina, in terms of, uh, you know, their health and conditioning, what they're going through. It's the same for the men. Uh, and therefore, I think, realistically, they should be given the three-minute uh, bouts. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And with the woman, you can't just look at the woman. I mean, you'd be surprised. I mean, you see a woman that, like you said, is doing ballet, and next thing you know, she's knocking folks out. You're like, <laughs> how did this happen? Oh, a model, a beautiful model, get the ring and just killing folks. You're like, wow. But you got to remember, women women are, are vicious. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know, yeah, if you see a woman on the, on the streets fighting, you're like, wow, man. They just, you know, they just, they're very, very vicious by nature. Yeah. So you bring that out of them. Uh, in the ring, and you 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 get a great fight back. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Uh, the girl, even you know, the, the girl, the girl that I profiled on today's show. Um, honestly, Ginny uh, Fox, you got to watch out for this girl, man. Honestly, she didn't try boxing for the first time until her sophomore year in college. Wow! And now she's fighting. Wow! Play. 
So a lot, a lot of women are like that. I, I've heard so many stories. Like that's why I brought it up because I've heard so many stories, and I just couldn't believe it, man. I'm like, wow, man. You who would ever think, you know that 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 woman right there that was a model or was in school for two, three years college, and just comes out out of nowhere and just bangs it out, gets in shape, comes in and comes in there and bangs it out, man, and just. Wow, it's just phenomenal, man. It's unbelievable, man. Oh, I know. It's crazy. And, you know, I've, I've interviewed a few of them. I've, I've interviewed a few that have done this. You know, started off doing something else, got into boxing later on in life. Yep. Um, you know, we had we had one. You guys, go and check it out. You'll see it. It's on the Friday night, uh, f- female female Fridays of the uh, Knuckle Up show. Honestly, it's it's hilarious. Uh, you know, pro runway model first, DJ, uh, uh, world kickboxing champion, and then what? Hey, you know what? After I have my second child, I think it's time I take up boxing in my 30s. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's right. That's some some determination and and love for the sport or for combative sports altogether, right? So, honestly, there's a new breed of women coming up in this game, and honestly, it's just going to get more and more exciting the more and more we let them get in there and, and bang it out, man. And honestly, it's only a matter of time before they get their three-minute rounds like they want. You know, we can't hold them back forever. They can't be held back forever. No, nah, I don't think I don't think so either. Like you said, just a matter of time. Yeah. So we have yeah. someone commenting. Uh, James Golly's telling us that this Taylor Serrano fight is Saturday, April 30th at Madison yes. Square Garden. Yes, and that's it. I was going to say that, but we got into topics. Yes, April the 30th, it's finally getting underway. Taylor Serrano, here we go. <laughs> for the Undisputed, we're, we're going to see. We're going to see. It's going to be great. I'm super excited. Oh, I don't I've got it written down on the calendar already, man. My phone's going to go off the morning off and be like, it's the day, guys. It's the <laughs> day. <laughs> is, is that, that, are they going to be in a main event? Yeah. That's, that's yeah, so gonna, okay, okay, all right. Gonna be, that's gonna be it. Uh, I don't know if there's been anybody added to the card as of yet. Yeah. I, I keep checking for updates because you know we all want to see, uh, you know who's gonna be on this this honestly historic card, and uh, you know they're gonna have to stack this card right. Yeah, they're yeah. gonna have to stack this card right. But uh, we all know, we all know, Katie Taylor, Amanda Serrano, when they get in there, they're there to do business. Uh, you know, they're both seasoned veterans in their game. You know, we got Katie Taylor. He's, she's 20 and 0, six KOs. You got Amanda Serrano, 42, one and one. So mm-hmm. we, we got some, we got some ladies here, man, 42, one and one 30 knockouts. So it's honestly, it's, this is one that's, I'm, I'm saying it's not going the distance. Right. Right. I don't yeah. think so neither. Uh, yeah, I think, I, I think, I think Serrano's going to win. So Rashad Mati is added to that card against Joe Eli Hernandez will be uh, a super lightweight battle on that. And that will be for the WBC. Uh, nope. Sorry. That'll be for nothing. That That's just about super lightweight. Then we have a super middleweight that's been added to the card. Uh, Frenchon Dezurin versus Ellen Cidros. And that's for the WBC, WBA, IBF, and WBO world female super middle title. So there's another Another one that wow. is underway. That's undisputed, right? Yeah, that's another undisputed. So we have two undisputed fights on this card for April the 30th. Uh, also, we have Jesse Vargas and Liam Smith that has been added to that card as well. 
So there's the updates for out. So what's going on for the 30th, man? So it's uh, gearing up to look like it's going to be a really good card, man. Oh, exactly. I'm, two I'm undisputed, excited. Two undisputeds. This yeah. is going to be huge. This is going to be huge. I'm excited. You got a lot of just a lot of fights coming up, man. You got Chalo, both Chalo brothers is fighting. Canelo's fighting. You know, yes. so that's going to be interesting. The, the the one that I'm I'm looking forward to is that Earl Spence. Yes. Yeah, Spence and Ugas. Yeah, Ugas. That's how you pronounce his name. Yeah, yeah, man. Spence and Ugas. Showtime yeah. pay per view April the sixteenth. Guys, mark that on your calendar. Nine p.m. Eastern. Uh, this one is going to be great, man. And that is the weekend before. Uh, the Fury Dillian White yes. uh, card, so yeah. that's going to be good, man. And then that the next weekend we also have Vargas and Smith, and we have the Taylor Serrano. So right. literally, the month of April is is going to be this month, man. Right. It's like 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 they did in November. November was big. Yeah, yeah. November was big. April's going to be huge, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, starting off April the first, you got the Martin and Felix card. Uh, on the second, you got Marshall and Hermans. Uh, then we got on the ninth. You got Garcia and Tango, and then uh, on the on the ninth as well. We got Mayer and Han, and then on the sixteenth, uh, this is where it really starts to get good. We got uh, Ben and Van Herden, and then we got the Spence Ugas, Fury and White, Vargas and Smith, Taylor Serrano, and then Valdez and Stevenson to round out the month. And then we wow. start May, and then we start May with Canelo versus Bivol. April. May the right, 7th right. at 9 p.m. It's going to be interesting. Yes. So I honestly, think Canelo's going to have his work cut out, but I think it's not going to be as easy as he thinks. It's not going to be easy. I, you know, I like Dimitri Bilbo. I've been watching this kid for time. And honestly, man, he's, he does have what it takes. He does have what it takes. If he's got any chance, uh, you know, he's, he's definitely, he's definitely the one that's got a chance, you know, no he's, he's got, he's got some heavy hands, man. This kid has got heavy hands. And, uh, yeah. you know, he gets in there and sometimes just crushes men. And and honestly, you know, that's going to be a great fight for Canelo. It definitely, um, you know, I, I'm a huge Canelo fan. But, uh, yeah, this is going to be this is going to be a, not a walk in the park. That's me, too. Sure. I, I, me too. Uh, you know, one thing I'm going to be watching Canelo is to see how he moves, you know. Yeah. Because, he, you know, I, as you get older fighting and Canelo – you know, people say, oh, he's not that old. But he turned pro when he was 15. Yeah. He's old. Yeah. <laughs> he's been, in the, game. He's he's been in the game a long time. That's right. So, you know, his movement and a lot of a lot of those things, you know, are not, are not really there like they used to be. So, and this guy, like you said, this guy got hands and he likes to get in there and bang. You know, Canelo, hopefully his upper body movement is good, which I've been seeing and it, it has. He has improved in a lot of areas that he – he needed to prove as as you get older, so that so it's going to be interesting on seeing what Canelo still has, you know. Yeah, I think I think this would be a good test to see how much longer he has left. That's, yeah, that's that's my point. That's yeah. the point I'm trying to make, and yeah. that's what I'll be watching for. That's what I'm going to be looking at to see, you know, how he does at at that. Yeah, and then we have and then we have Fury saying that he's going to retire after uh, after this Dillian White fight. Man, he says he's going to hang it up. I believe I, I, hey, he had a great career. I have to call him the comeback kid, man. You know, yeah. and uh, that just tells you that God is good, man. You know, so and I, I, I believe that that's what he should do. I mean, I think that's the right move. You know, yeah, yeah. You can retire, you know, with that, retire with the belt. Oh, come on, that's the best thing in the world. Yeah, a lot of fighters and, you know, don't do that nowadays. Yeah, a lot of them don't. A lot of them don't. They, you know, they stay a little bit too much. They stay a little too long. 
you know, where they fall, they fall from that grace and they fall pretty hard. And then, you know, they, they just get swept under the rug and forgotten about. And, you know, it's, it sucks that it happens like that, but uh, yeah, you can, you can see it, man. You can see it. He's not, he's got nothing left to prove. Uh, right, exactly. He's beat every, he's beat everybody he needs to beat. Uh, you know, he's, he's, he's done. He wants to enjoy his money. He's young. He's got what I think six children or something like that. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> he's got he's got lots to do, man. He's got right. Lots to That's do. why he got to go back and give that time to them. You know? Exactly. Exactly. He's yeah. he's been doing it a long time already. Uh, you know, he's made his money, uh, and honestly, he just wants to go out on a bang. He wants to go out. He says that he's going to destroy Dillian White. He's going to end it. He's going to make sure it doesn't go the distance. But I do like how Dillian White has been super, super quiet. He really yeah, hasn't been in the media. He hasn't been saying anything. He hasn't been chirping. He hasn't been responding. And and honestly, I think it's creating head games. That, that's creating a head game in its own. You know, you yeah. got somebody that's chirping so much, and then you you, you just ghost them. You know, that's got to yeah. get inside your head too. So honestly, I think I think we're going to see a good bout there. I do say Fury's guy. I'm taking Fury to win it. Uh, I'd like because I'd like to see him go out, you know, on a high and uh, retire the champion the way he should. And, and I, I'm with you on that. I, yeah. I'm, I'm on I'm on your team with with that with that call there, most definitely. You know, these fighters, you know, like Mayweather. Mayweather did it. Mayweather retired with the belt. You know, yeah. that was that was great. I love I love that he did that, and that was one of my father's dreams was to do that was to retire undisputed. We used to always talk about that. And I was kind of, you know, and I was kind of bothered that he gave Leonard uh, a shot. Right. Because I was like, I, I, I felt as though he didn't deserve a shot. You know, I like I told my dad, I said, you should have made a non-title fight. So that way, whatever happened, you still can, you know, retire with the belt. But he said to me, he wouldn't have got that much money if he did that. So. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, I guess not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess the title means a lot more dough, right? Yeah, but uh, but come on, you just come out of retirement and all of a sudden you get a title shot. That come on, come on. yeah, that's that's a little. That's how I was. That's how I was looking at it. I was like, come on, he don't deserve a title shot. That no, man, yeah, he, 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 he was a better fighter. That's okay. Get, yeah. It's still a fight. You know what I mean? <laughs> People are still gonna pay for it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. definitely. You, know, you make a wait long enough, they'll say, "Who cares about the title?" <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. If they want to fight bad enough, you know that'll come. Right. That'll come. See how you see what happened to Manny Pacquiao and, and Mayweather? Yeah. Oh, yeah. we can't get the money. Okay, let's wait for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, it's gonna come. Eventually, exactly. it's gonna come. And exactly. it did. It did. Exactly. And that was a that was a big pain one too. Yeah, I know. And that's yeah. the only way it was going down. I think. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> right. You know. Yeah, yeah. Senator Pacquiao uh, had had no time for no small dough. Yeah, I know, I know, I wouldn't either. <laughs> Hell, I live in the Philippines. Oh yeah, I, I need I need it all. <laughs> and my money gonna triple when I go home. That's right. That's right. I buy a whole village when I get back. That's not like, ching ching. <laughs> Can I can I bounce back to the heavyweights for a sec? Yeah, let's, let's do it. What what have you heard about Anthony Joshua? Uh, because Yusik is over in the U Ukraine, and uh, Joshua is basically left not hanging, but he's basically picking and choosing, if you will. Um, but let's just say Fury wins and retires. Let's just say Joshua beats whoever he faces. 
uh, you're starting to thin out that top end of the, you know, the top five heavyweights and you're starting to create a bit of room. Um, you know, and, you know, if Dillian White loses, he's going to drop down a notch. Uh, I don't know if Deontay Wilder's – my point has always been Deontay Wilder's brain. I think he suffered uh, a concussion in that last fight, and those are that's a dangerous thing to deal with, quite frankly, for, for a boxer. He's another one that's go- got enough money that can sit at home, though. And he should, is my point. Uh, but he's considering some options as well. So I was, I was just wondering, you know, because we, we argue back and forth whether 2022 will see this backlog finally uh, burst open and uh, some of the newer faces really enter the, the, t- the true top tier of, of the heavyweight division. I mean, we've, we've been following a lot of these up-and-comers, and their time is coming. But oh, yeah. we just but, – but Anthony Joshua needs to make a decision, and uh, then there has to be – my guess would be – well, I guess if, if Fury retires, then – Anyway, so I was just wondering if you guys had heard anything new on the anti-Joshua front. I haven't as of yet. Um, I know, that. I, I know they were bouncing around options though of having having somebody step in and take the fight, but I haven't heard anything since <laughs> since the last update. So Anthony didn't do Anthony. Did, they say Anthony didn't look that that well in his last fight. Yo, that's because he came up with a Rocky song. <laughs> That's right. Yo, you don't come up to the Rocky song if you ain't from Philly, bro. That's, That's true. Well, that, that's true. You that's can't true. do that. You can't do that. that, that especially, especially, especially the song where where um, Rocky is driving in his Lambo and and he's having flashbacks of Creed dying in the ring, and that song right. is playing. You can't come up to that song <laughs> and then right. not show up to fight. Yeah, yeah, and not show up. Do you write about that? You, yeah. You put that song. You better you need to come and and, and give a good performance because yeah. that's what that that song motivates you to do that. You know that's what it's all about. And you know, tell you too, I was really disappointed. I'm kind of disappointed in Anthony Joshua just because the fact that I know he's a lot better fighter than what he displays, and I just wish he had taken a little more serious uh, with, with his career. I think he should take his career a little more serious if he wants to get back into these bitches. You know, because I know you're just going off of your popularity and the fact that you can sell tickets and some people still believe in you. But I look at you and I'm like, man, you know, I mean, you know, it just doesn't make any sense. No, no. Um, Joe Joyce's manager has confirmed contact has been made with Anthony Joshua, but has questioned whether his British rival will take the fight as he awaits the world title rematch uh, with Alexander Usyk. So uh, Joe Joyce has said that he'll step in and um, and uh, take him on. I actually I think that'd be a nice uh, nice fight to see, to be honest. Yeah, Joe Joyce. I don't know. Uh, could be could, could be interesting. Could be interesting. But hey, this is a twelve hour ago update. So yes, there are being talks still made. Uh, that was an update twelve hours ago. So Joyce's camp has made contact. Uh, they're trying to talk about getting a fight together there. So we'll see what happens. So we'll what's up with that? So Dante Wallace, he's, he's trying to get back into picture. Graham. Graham. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. I think. Um, I think honestly, I think Wilder should just stay home, put his yep. feet up, sip on his rum, and enjoy his money. Yep. Or, yep. or or take his boxing a little more serious and develop his skills. Yeah, and stop relying on that one one cocked right hand. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, right. and, and, the weakest, and the weakest jab I've ever seen in my life. Right. I know. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that, I've never seen a jab so weak. I know. Not, not to yeah. be a big man a like big him. big guy. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Not to be a, for a guy his size, you know, you would think he, his jab was a little sharp, sharper. Plus, he's thin, so his job should be fast. It should be yeah. light. It yeah. should. It should. And yeah. you know what? He's got to stop skipping leg day. Yeah. <laughs> He's got to stop <laughs> well, you, know, they, you know they had him. They had him. The way, the way he was training was he was doing a lot of that. Um, um, what's it? Uh, the training, Core training uh, like using body weight, body weight training. Nah, um, cross training. He was doing okay. a lot of cross training, and he said, you know, and they had him getting up early in the morning. He said he didn't like the mornings too tough. And he would get up, you know, during the uh, afternoon. Well, not afternoon, but, you know, late mornings and, and start his workout. Well, you know, I mean, cross-training is good, but let's go back to the basics, man. Yeah. What would the Mickey say? Come on, Rock. Let's go yeah. back to the basics. You know? <laughs> get up, you son of a bitch. Because <laughs> <laughs> Mickey loves you. <laughs> this guy ain't going to kiss you. He's going to kill you. <laughs> 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 yeah, Honestly, though, he, he's he's a, he's a, he's an Olympian. You know, you gotta have skill to be an Olympic athlete. You know, and compete at that level. You have to have some sort of skill. That's right. The state Where state. the hell did the skill go? He didn't. He didn't. He didn't. You know, Mark. I guess, I guess if you don't if you don't use it, you lose. You know, if you don't use it, you lose it. Kind of thing. Yep. So you know, I guess he became accustomed to. Okay, I'm ready, guys. I'm just gonna run around the ring with this right hand ready the whole time. Right. Well, he got, he, he got away with it for a long jab. time, and then throw out that lazy jab. Yeah. Oh man, that's what I'm saying. So if he gets his skills together, it might be he might be a different fighter, and he'll find out that the fights are a lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For, for you know, for a guy who you know had had the record he did, and uh, you know compiled the wins that he did, and wore that belt for as long as he did. In that in that fight against Fury, he he took far too much damage, yeah. and honestly, for for you to be taking damage like that, where your defense is out the window, yeah. like your your defense didn't show up. It's sitting back in the third row waiting for your mouth guard. No doubt, no, <laughs> no, no doubt. And, and, you know, and, and tell you too, when you like you said, he got away with that for so long, and he was doing good at it, and he held yeah. the belt and the title the title for so long. You would think that okay. You, you know, I know his corner was telling him. I know Mark, Mark was telling him, look, we got to get the skills right because you're going to fight somebody one day that's going to have it a little bit better than you and you're going to run into problems. And that's what he should have did. He should have made more. He should have made adjustments, made progress, and, and, and got sharper. He would have been still there right now. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. I think he went the wrong way with, uh, with the trainer that he took before that fight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. yeah. He should have never got rid of uh, Mark Breland. He should have just worked yeah. with him. You know, he said, he stuck, you know, he stuck it out with him for so long. What, what was the what was the thrill out of changing him at the last minute like that? And right. you know, and, and trying and trying to revamp your whole game with a guy who, who honestly, doesn't have the quality. You know, the the doesn't have the quality or or the credentials to be able to teach you that game. Right, and you didn't right. spend that like you didn't spend that much time. Really doesn't know you. No. Yeah. You know, it's, you know how the guys was doing back in the nineties. Those guys in the nineties, they were changing. Uh, changing our uh, trainings like underwears, man. You know? <laughs> yeah. All the guys, my father was like, "What is going on, man?" He, he said, that, "He said that's one thing I, I never liked doing. I, I, you know, you stay with one guy, and you stay with him through thick and thin. The guy, yeah. you guys know each other. You go, that, he ain't gonna help you fight. 
You know, yeah. you already know what you know. He just did actually just getting a paycheck, really. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I he's, mean what? he's there as your confidence boost, man. When you're when you're, you know, right. in the ninth round of a twelfth round title fight and uh, you know, you just got your bell rung and you're sitting in the corner and your legs are still wobbling, and he's the one that reaches in your, you know, read read something in your ear and says, Listen, man, you still got this because you know, we went through this shit in the gym for like six weeks. Right. And get right. your ass back out there and win the damn title or don't come back to the corner. Right. If, if he has, if, if he has to motivate you, then you, I think yeah. you should retire. Yeah, if he has you know, to motivate you, you can't. You know, he got to motivate you to do stuff. Come on, man. Yeah, you know, you got to want that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you That's yeah. all he does. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. Yeah, it is. It is. Well, Graham, I think we're getting to about that time, aren't we? Yes, we are indeed. Wow, time flies. I know, I know, especially when we're having so much fun talking about oh, all this. Oh, yeah, stuff. definitely, definitely. Great conversation. Cool. Yes. Well, to all the Talk and Fight fans around the world, thanks for tuning in to this wonderful episode of the Friday Night Panel with tonight's special guest, James Hagler. How you doing? Thank you again for coming uh, and joining us here on the podcast. Yeah, always, thank you. Always welcome, always welcome to come back, man. Much thank love you. and respect. And... Honestly, thank you for all the people that dropped the comments. Shout out to my sister who, uh, who's been watching and uh, dropping comments in the show. Love you too. Uh, shout out to Punch Punching Bag Skunk. Thanks for the shout out. You know what it is, guys. We'll see you next week. Same time, same channel, new topics. Right Don't on. forget to like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs>